Welcome to That's Rad Adventures in Life, Love, and Wedding Planning from the Pacific Northwest. I'm Rad, local wedding planner and owner of Rad Occasions, and this is the amazing Fantastical Rob. Hi. Hi. <laughs> it's a very nice sunny day. It is a very warm sunny day. It's like 30 degrees. And I know that sounds like complaining, and we shouldn't be complaining because it's been like warm and cool and warm and cool, and and we should just appreciate how warm it is. It's still really freaking warm. I feel like I'm the only one who's allowed to complain about being warm. Yeah. Well, that's fair. Just saying. Yeah. You know, combined with being pregnant and low blood pressure and, you know, all those fun things. Yeah. 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 You're (laughs) in your sixth month of being pregnant. I am. And I know we touched on this a little bit more, but, like, I feel like... People are still, like, their comments are still coming, and I feel like as soon as things start opening up, some more people are going to be, like, more with the comments and more with, like, not understanding personal boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. Unsolicited (laughs) belly touchers. We haven't had any of those aside from Nikita, which was... Not necessarily unsolicited. But and plus, like, she's on the team, so... Yeah, she's known. It's not It's like, not like a random stranger that's just like, ooh! No. Yeah. And I think my mom asked my dad... About what? To touch your belly. I think so. Yeah. I think I your mom remember. did or somebody. I, I don't know. Yeah. It's all blur right now. <laughs> but it's a good thing that we're talking about boundaries because this is season two, episode 15, and we are talking about setting boundaries as an event professional, especially during a pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been talking to a lot of vendors um, about rescheduling and... Sometimes couples, unfortunately, canceling. Um, but they, there has been some mention about how expectations from some clients can be really hard to swallow, especially when it comes to second and third, fourth, fifth. The list goes on reschedules. And it, I'm getting the sense that a lot of people are feeling like super worn out and jaded because they feel from the vendor standpoint that they're bending over backwards and there's no more bending that they can do, especially because a lot of us are trying to be here for next year and the year after, because people are booking into 2023. Now it has come to that. And so like, I get it. We're in a service industry, but that doesn't mean we're servants. We are not the help. And like doing our job well and then taking really good care of our clients doesn't mean that we need to be available either a all the time or have availability on any given day. And I know I touched on this on Instagram post a while ago about availability versus capacity. And I think we'll touch on that again today. This is a very interesting day for us to be talking about this because, like, I feel like, and part of my French, I don't want to take anyone's shit today. (laughs) (laughs) Could just be the pregnancy hormones. I don't know. But I'm just kind of, like, I'm done with chasing people. I'm done with people not responding to emails. Um, And, like, I get it with, like... 
If you're a couple and you're listening to this, one of our couples, I get it. If you're taking a little while to respond, you've got a life going on, but I mean, I'm tired of reaching out to other vendors and them not responding. And this is like after many emails over many months and you're not getting anything and you're like, you're running a business like I am. And I can't really do my job if you don't answer my emails, especially when my couple has paid you. Anyways, end of rant. (laughs) (laughs) So basically what I'm trying to get to is that just because we're in the service industry doesn't mean that we don't get to have our own life, our own family, and our own free time. Because unlike what so many people have been um, saying all the time is just you have to hustle and hustle and hustle. It's like you can't do that because if you keep doing that, then how are you going to fill your cup so you can help everybody else? Like you're just going to wear yourself out. And we've been there. (laughs) Yeah. And I think finding that good work-life balance is hard for people to do. It's not an easy thing to like figure that out, especially when you're not only working full time, but have a company as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think a big, big lesson that I've learned, especially in the last couple of years, is that we teach other people how to treat us and with our words, with our actions. And the thing is, is if we don't as vendors or even personally respect and value our time and contributions, then we know that the people in our lives, clients, family, friends are not going to appreciate it either. So how do we get to a spot where we can like make sure everybody's happy? The first step is establishing your boundaries, or as I was calling it earlier, meoundries. I feel like cats are really good at setting boundaries. Yeah, they're kind of the ultimate don't fuck with me animal. Yeah, exactly. And and also don't give a fuck animal. Yes. But, like, they're so cute and cuddly and, like, you know. Like, it's like, it's a well-rounded balance that they got going on. Yeah. They They very much live their life their way. And, and this is the thing. So when we're saying establish your boundaries, you can't enforce your boundaries if you don't know what they are. So really take a good look at what you like, you dislike, what your lifestyle is, what your her work habits are, and then decide what's best for you. For example, I, and I think Rob too, like to have my evenings and weekends free when we're in the off season. And, um, during the wedding season, we try to make sure that, um, Sundays are a day off for us as well. Um, occasionally we have a wedding of course, and we're totally happy to do that. But now we've also made a rule that we won't be doing double headers unless it's for the same couple. Like say they have like a welcome dinner and then their ceremony and reception the next day something like that. Um, so basically my office hours, are set to reflect that. And I've even started kind of doing that even with like my Instagram posts where like I will post our dinner and then I don't post anything after that. Um, I think that kind of stems from me bugging you too a little bit (laughs) about setting some social media boundaries. That's true. And I know we talked about that with Kelsey and Lucy and how they set those boundaries and like how do they decide how much to share and how much not to share. So I've kind of decided like, okay, my cutoff is dinner. (laughs) 
Um, and like, I know that we do have the occasional couple that's only able to meet in the evenings or on a Saturday morning, but we already establish that need when we're in the process of determining if we, we meaning us and the couple want to work together. I also try to limit my communication methods. I feel like email is best and I try not to answer my cell phone if it's outside of business honor hours, if there isn't a call already on the schedule, unless like it's an emergency situation, like we're dealing with, um, new PHOs or like their weddings the next day. And there was like something that needed to be dealt with that was brought up at the rehearsal. That was just like a last minute thing that came up. Um, another thing too, is I don't engage with clients on social media messaging platforms like Facebook messenger about their wedding day. Um, unless like they're replying to a post or something. Um, and I also only encourage text messages if it's like a really urgent, quick thing. Um, cause that way everything's like really streamlined through email. Like I don't have a problem answering a quick question over text message, but I feel like if you or I are having to write a novel, you need a text message that should be in an email. <laughs> Plus it just, it makes it easier to contain all of the information in one area. So totally. it's easier to reference and go back to mm-hmm. and, and look through and, and organize. Exactly. So you're not like checking a million places to figure out where that communication was. Um, the next point here is now that you've established your boundaries, you need to communicate them early and often. So our potential clients don't know what we do every day. So part of the education, um, process is explaining our working hours and when they can expect to have our full attention. Um, so I make sure to have an out of office that details not only when I will be unavailable, but also when emails will be replied to. Um, I've even gotten to the point where I set deadlines for our, for people to respond to me, because if I have a deadline to complete work, it's only fair that the deadlines go the other way too. Um, especially when like you're working on a really tight timeline and thing, if things get delayed from either end, then it sends, um, it could send other things into lateness. Yeah. Plus it gives people a good idea of time frame and when they need to like have that information back to you by. Totally. I think it works well to give people a deadline to work towards because mm-hmm. then that's something that they know that, oh, I need to have this information to this person by this time. Exactly. And another thing too is, especially like if, like say we need answers from somebody and it's hinging on a vendor being booked or say like an, a rental item, like if we don't get an answer back in time, then we could see that vendor being booked for somebody else. We could see that rental item not being available. So like those kinds of things that like you really, really want, you want to make sure that you're responding to the couple or sorry, to the vendor. <laughs> So my next point, and I'm actually going to be getting more into this this year, um, is that technology is actually your best friend, even when it screws up. (laughs) So one of these examples is, um, sending emails to clients outside of business hours. Um, I used to send emails at all times of the day and night, 
And I learned that that was a huge mistake because really if say you send an email, um, at like one o'clock in the morning when you can't sleep, (laughs) then the client emails you back and like you're sound asleep the next time they email you back, but they're expecting a response because you sent them an email at one o'clock in the morning previously. So like it kind of sets up that weird expectation of like, Oh, that person's always awake at 1am. Um, so what I try to do now, and I have like this all on Apple and I don't know if there is a scheduling option, but because I couldn't figure out a scheduling option, what I literally do is I don't, um, like if I have a, like a bit of time in the evening or a bit of time here and there, and I want to answer an email, but like it's too early or too late to send it, <laughs> I will put it in my drafts and I will send it later. And I think that's worked out really well because then people know kind of when I reply. And I know I tend to send my emails very early in the morning, like seven o'clock because I'm a morning person. <laughs> Yes, you are yes, very much so. Yes, I am. So, um, that's usually when I get the bulk of my emails and like, even right now I've kind of decided sometimes like, I'm like, okay, this day is only going to be about this couple because we have like so many emails for them because of rescheduling. So it like makes my focus more streamlined. I feel like when we can just focus on rescheduling one couple at a time, <laughs> Um, also because I'm going on mat leave, I'm looking into other tools like appointee and Calendly. I think I said those, right? Um, so new inquiries can book a meeting with us directly and, you know, I might even start using it for our existing clients instead of doing this whole, I'm free these times. When are you free? Kind of thing. Like, so it cuts down on emails. It's literally just like, here's my availability. Go for it. <laughs> Please schedule one of these days and times. Exactly. So I, I feel like that's going to make things a lot more easier and streamlined. And and the cool thing is, and I didn't even know this, you can like connect it with your Zoom and it like makes a Zoom appointment automatically, sticks it into your calendar, and even sends like reminders to everyone. That sounds amazing. Right? I need to get that. <laughs> right? <laughs> I know. I, I, there's some of you probably listening to this being like, Rad, where have you been? <laughs> In the dark ages, it's fine. <laughs> I could use that for my international uh, clients. Yeah. And that's the great thing about it, right? Because like it will show the time in your time zone, like in like the person who it's originating from. So people will like keep that in mind while they're booking as well, which is great. Yeah, it means maybe no more 5 a.m. phone calls. <laughs> For you anyways. Yeah. <laughs> um, I remember we had, the, uh, we had a couple in Japan, and we'd have to do Saturday morning phone calls with them. Well, it was Saturday morning for them. It was Friday evening for us. It was really interesting for the time change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they were in the future. <laughs> um, so my last point here is all these things are all good and done, but you do need to adapt your mindset. Rob can agree. I am a bit of a workaholic. Hence the full-time job plus the business plus the podcast and 
Who knows what other pluses yeah. <laughs> will be well, coming in the future. Plus a baby coming up. Well, I mean business-wise. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, I think we can all fall into that trap of giving way more than we want to and then feeling resentful because of it. And I know I think about this when I look at myself and look back at what I've done, um, in the past. And like, I, I didn't, I didn't have any boundaries and it was not healthy and it was like really draining health wise and mentally too. Um, so the thing is, is that I now make sure that like, I understand every day and I say it to myself often is that I've done only my best and that's all anyone can expect of me. So that means like, if I don't get to a task on a certain day, like I don't beat myself up over it. As long as I know that like my urgent stuff has been taken care of, as long as I know I'm still on task for timelines and things like that, like I used to, and I would be like up till like nine, 10 o'clock at night doing all of the things. And now I feel like I'm in a better place. Um, Rob's nodding. You guys can't see that. (laughs) Um, and you know, doing my best also includes making sure that I'm not like, you know, answering my emails at one o'clock in the morning when I can't sleep or like to answering text messages. And I know that like sticking to boundaries is really hard and we all slip a little bit sometimes because you want to go the extra mile for your clients. But trust me, sticking to these boundaries is really going to help with your peace of mind and how your business operates in the long run. And I know before we got onto this too, Rob was mentioning personal boundaries. So did you have anything to add to what we've talked about or does this kind of cover the whole thing? Yeah. I mean, setting personal boundaries and setting business boundaries, I think are kind of similar. I think if you're somebody who has a hard time setting personal boundaries, it, it transfers into having a hard time setting business boundaries, especially when it's your business. Um, So taking a look in the mirror and and maybe seeing, like, are these boundaries, am I having an issue with business boundaries because I have an issue with personal boundaries as well? Yeah, and that's a really good point because I know for a lot of people, uh, the business is extension of themselves. And no matter how much you try not to think about it, you always are, um, especially as an entrepreneur. So, yeah, it's definitely goes hand in hand, personal and business. I don't think you can have one without the other, as Rob said. And it's uh, definitely something that takes time. And I know I was actually messaging with somebody else and I said, like, I now take um, 24 hours to tell somebody if I want to do something when it comes to something that I'm not sure about. And Like, of course, there's some things you can, like, say yes or no to, like, right off the top of your head. But, like, sometimes, um, I'm trying to think of a good example of what that would be. Yeah, sometimes you just need that time to really think about the situation and think about whether that's something that, you Mm -hmm. know, you can do, you have the capacity to do. Exactly. And I think... 
too, a lot of the times just saying to somebody, let me get back to you on that, or let me think about it is like a good buffer to know, to let the other person know on the other side that you're not ignoring them. You just need time to figure it out. And, um, we touched on availability and capacity really quickly at the beginning of this, but I wanted to go back to that. And, uh, I think it's an actually another, um, WPIC planner who brought this up, I think last year, actually, where she was talking about just because they are fully booked doesn't mean they're actually fully booked. It just means that is what they're capable of taking on. And they do need to give themselves some breathing room so they don't experience burnout. And back in 2019, I definitely had burnout and would have definitely kept going down that path of just, okay, we're available. We're booking it instead of realizing I needed to have that extra buffer of capacity to take care of myself, take care of the house, (laughs) spend time with Rob, (laughs) spend time with our cat. So (laughs) yeah, I think, and I think that came down to us having a pretty, a very open conversation about, you know, I would like to see you more. I would like you to do, to be able to do things and and have this as a long term thing. And I think we need to look at boundaries and, and setting times and stuff to be able to make this go long term. Because if you don't, you are going to burn out. You are going to, you know, work yourself to a point where, you know, you need to take several months off just to recoup. Mm -hmm. And thankfully, like a weird silver lining of the pandemic, I realized how much I needed to put those boundaries in place, not only for myself, but for other people as well. And doing that also made me realize that we didn't want to grow the business as much as I was growing it in terms of the amount of weddings that we do that really the other side of the coin for me when it comes to weddings is the education portion, which I'm really passionate about, which is why we have this podcast and things like that take time. So, and we have to just live with that and acknowledge it and understand that. Yeah. So maybe we won't be doing as many weddings as the other planners in town. And you know what? I'm a piece with that because we got a lot going on. So until next time, we're going to go enjoy the wonderful weather and we will talk at you lovely people next week. Stay red.